We must show the world what a free economy can do to reduce unemployment, to put unused capacity to work, to spur new productivity. So when people want to succeed, I say to them, find out the dream that God has for you and then give it your best shot. And with that, you'll be successful. We can restore our economic strength and build opportunities like none we've ever had before. All we need to begin with is faith, and that dream will come true. All we need to do is act, and the time for action is now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tandem Radio, the good news on business, where each week we seek God's guidance in our business relationships and answer your questions as we walk in integrity together. We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the program. And now, here's our host, Glenn DeLakian. Good morning and welcome to Tandem Radio. We're so excited to be with you today and I hope you're having a great weekend. Here at Tandem, our goal is to help our listeners to walk in integrity every day. My name is Glenn DeLakian, your host, and along with Peter Grandich, uh, we're going to uh, look at the Bible, see what it has to say about business, and uh, we also have a special guest with us today who's going to help us on our path as we continue to answer questions and just uh, help you get the guidance you need uh, to walk the way you'd like to walk every week in God's light. We believe the Christian walk is a 24-7 journey, and the old adage of all is fair and love and war is just not what Jesus had in mind. Many professionals often feel pressure these days trying to follow God's teachings as they do business in a secular environment. We hope to encourage you and show you how to do your best and seek our Lord's guidance every day in your professional and personal lives. We'll open the phones to callers today, so if you want to write down the phone number, it's 800-575-9564. That's 800-575-9564. And uh, you could also, of course, check us out on TandemRadio.com. And for those of you who are uh, listening at the um, website, you can always email us as well at TandemRadio.com. We'll be glad to take your questions, and uh, we'll be getting the questions in the uh, second segment of our show. But today's topic is rather an interesting one. I think some one that uh, a lot of people struggle with. And uh, it starts with politics, business, and family. A balanced life, the concept of being able to juggle all those types of things and get done what you need to get done in life. I mean, we can't ignore any of those segments. And uh, a balanced life, of course, is uh, always something we strive for. Uh, But there's a lot going on in today's world, and uh, we need to seem to do more and more every day, and our lives get more and more busy. So we have a special guest with us today who's going to help us to better understand how she handles all those things. Uh, But before we go there, I'd like to uh, ask Peter to chime in and maybe uh, give us a little on his background. Well, great, Glenn. It's uh, you know, it's interesting. Before I do that, I I said this I think last week that when I started as a stockbroker way back in 1984, the sales manager told me on the third day, if you don't talk about three things, you'll be okay, and that was politics, religion, and other men's wives. <laughs> and uh, I failed on the first two, but uh, I look forward to talking a little bit of politics today. Uh, my background is fairly simple. I uh, publish a financial blog under thegrandage.com where I talk about markets and economies, and then separately. I have a Christian-based financial company called Trinity Financial Sports and Entertainment Management. I've been very blessed. I get to work with athletes, and especially now at this time through sports ministry. Uh, A little bit later, we'll have somebody on from FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And then I also spend a lot of time through Athletes in Action working with the New York Giants and to a lesser extent with the Yankees. And uh, 
the Yankees are in the thick of it as they normally are, and the football season is about to start, so we get really excited. But my excitement there mostly is meeting new young men who are, are trying to uh, live in the spotlight but also uh, practice their faith, which, believe it or not, someday we can talk more about that. It's mm. a very difficult combination uh, to get by on. So the third to a half of guys that come out for chapel and mass, it's, it, it's good to see that, that they, they're they're trying to find their way through this uh, with, with, with God on their side. Amen to that. And, of course, that's our goal here. And, and my background, as many of you know, has been business uh, since a very young age. And uh, we had some funny stories around the family table about that last week. We were trying to decide what was my first business deal. And I think it was around seven or eight years old. But um, been involved in consulting. And, uh, of I, course, I, no, I, I see you making a deal right after birth. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, whatever it takes, right, to keep things going. Commerce is my, my middle name, I guess. So uh, I guess that's kind of says it all. So that gives me our, my big qualifications for being here. But, you know, it's funny, Peter, you mentioned that one of my mentors always taught me years ago, used to say a lot, that if you're a Christian, you know, again, the secular world says you never mix politics, religion, or, um, or, or business. You know, you keep those things separate. But if you truly believe in something, if you're a Christian, um, that overlaps all of it. And you got to kind of consider all of that and tie it all into what you're doing. And uh, our guest today has a very um, diverse background. Uh, we have with us today Assemblywoman Mary Pat Angelini, uh, who I'm not going to steal her thunder. She's going to tell us a little bit about what she does. But many people don't know, not only is she obviously Assemblywoman for the 11th District, correct, but she's also a CEO of a, a large uh, not-for-profit, which we're excited to talk talk about today and uh, also of course is a mom and has a, a real life too right so we're going to talk with Mary Pat in a, in a couple of seconds we're going to get to our Proverbs today as we normally do uh, I should say our scriptures we bracket the show with scriptures um, so that people understand that there's reasoning behind what we discuss and why we bring specific guests in and the Bible has something to say about all of that and uh, whether it's business family whatever it's all in the Word, and we hope that uh, we can turn you to the Word to get some advice and direction on a regular basis, especially in your business lives. So many people uh, take the attitude that come Monday morning, all is fair in love and war, and that's not the case. You know, We want you to seek out the wisdom that's been there for thousands of years and will be there for thousands of years. But one of the uh, first scriptures I pulled out was something that I'm blessed to say reminds me of my wife. And I, I, I look at this psalm often and, and think of Cindy uh, often about this. But it's Proverbs 31.10. And uh, 31.10 through 21 talks about a wife and so forth. It starts with a wife of noble character who can, fi who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. And But what's interesting about that and why I picked this scripture out, especially with Mary Pat as our guest here today, is it relates directly to, it goes on to tell in detail about how a wife cares for her family, cares for herself, cares for her household, cares for other people around, including the needy, and also has time to find uh, time to sell things in the market and make money for the family. So if you haven't read Proverbs 31.10 through the end of that, which is 31, 10.31, you need to take some time to read that and you'll see what I mean and how it relates to a busy, busy life and how God mandates that we keep busy. Uh, but also Matthew 25, 40, the king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these of mine, you did for me. And uh, of course, Mary Pat uh, is involved in prevention first, which is not for profit. We're going to talk more about that in a minute, but there it is going out and helping the needy, helping others, uh, people who can't help themselves. And lastly, I think we're going to sum it up today with Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, work it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. 
I want to get that out there, especially for um, those in bi- people in business out there that sometimes are wondering why they're getting up every Monday morning. You know, when you dig in, whatever you're doing, God expects us to do it to our best. And and I think this is such an important scripture to write down, Colossians three twenty three, because it really makes it very clear that God wants to be involved in everything we do, and He's watching, and He's the one we really have to answer to. Uh, sometimes we're always looking over our shoulder to see what the boss is doing, but we really need to keep an eye on uh, what we're doing for to glorify God and what we do. Peter, before we uh, introduce our guest, you got any comments on politics? We're just an hour show, right? That's it. <laughs> okay, so I'll have to keep a limit. Uh, it's interesting you say that. Two things come to mind. First, uh, today, uh, as we speak, uh, a tremendous rally is taking place in Washington. And I, well, it, it's not so much who's leading it and going back. And I know to some it's controversial when you say that. My liberal friends I cringe when I just mentioned the name Glenn Beck. But I think what it is, it's a sign of the times. Mm. I think people have finally said enough is enough. They can't sit back. They have to get actively again involved in their politics because they believe where things have been led to. And I'm talking more on the national level, not state or local level. But that's happening there, too. And for me, it coincided this uh, a couple months ago. I made, after, like I said, 25 years in the business, I made my first ever political official endorsement. I mean, I I helped certain politicians I like, but I actually went through my company Mm. and announced that we were supporting a a pastor from Harlem named Michael Faulkner, who's a Republican, uh, and who was running against Charlie Rangel, because to me, uh, Charlie Rangel, unfortunately, uh, epitomized how bad things got, that after 40 years of this man being there and all the things, and we know the charges have been made, and that that a pastor uh, felt and was called because he felt, you know, it's time. And, and and I think that's what you're seeing. I think you're seeing pastors and farmers and bus drivers and all who normally don't get involved in politics and all are actively getting involved because they feel their country, no, no pun intended, is going down the tubes. And, 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 and that's what I – so I think that that's the political environment now. And then, of course, in politics, uh, you, business and politics get mixed because – you know, one of the things, you know, I, I want, I'll just say this, this is my one view is, I think what the this administration missed in their so-called help to make recovery, because it's, it, there's no one group reason why we got to where we are. There's no, it's not the Democrat and or the Republicans. It was a combination of a lot of years. But what I think this administration missed, the current administration is, they didn't recognize that business, especially small business, is the backbone to that's America. Right, that's right. And it was it was left out in the Recovery Act. And that's why I don't think we're recovering. So perhaps our, our guests will have some comment on that. But I think that's what's really missing. And that's what people are getting upset about. And that small business runs America and it's been left out and, it, and it's hurting the most. That's exactly right. And uh, we're going to be coming up to a break shortly. So I want to introduce our guests real quick. And then right after the break, we'll come back with some questions. And uh, But that's a great point. And I'm glad you mentioned pastors because I'm finding out more and more pastors are actually listening to our show and sending us emails and commenting. And uh, it's interesting that even pastors are stepping up outside their own arena and saying, hey, we got to get involved. You know, uh, One of my favorite pastors, George Russ, uh, used to say, I'm not the pastor of this church. I'm the pastor of this community. And uh, it used to mean a lot to me. But before we go to break, real quick, I want to introduce our guest, Mary Pat Angelini. I'm so excited, Mary Pat, to have you here. We've met several times. I believe in what you're, you're doing and your team is doing. And I want to just real quick let you introduce yourself. And then we're going to go to a break and come back with some questions. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Um, this is a wonderful opportunity. Um, you, you, so many things are going through my head right now <laughs> that I want to get back to. So I know we're short before the break. But um, you know, I'm as you mentioned, 
I'm a, a mom. I'm a, a wife, a grandmother, oh, most wow. proudly, uh, of three grandchildren. Okay. And in part, that's why I got involved in politics, because I said I cannot stand by any longer and see what's happening to the, the state that I love. And um, it was timing is everything, as they say in politics, and there was an opportunity. And um I progressed through the uh, the system that was set up in our, our party to, mm-hmm. to get to the uh, ultimate nomination. And now I am currently in my second term as a New Jersey Assembly woman. And I represent the 11th district, which mm-hmm. in, com- is comprised of 25 towns throughout Monmouth County, pretty okay. much all along the shore. If you know, if you know, I'm looking at a map of Monmouth County. So you got the beach. I got the beautiful beach, and I say we have the we have the prettiest uh, prettiest district of all. Absolutely. Well, I'm shocked to hear, Mary Pat, that you're a grandma. Uh, you look great, and uh, we appreciate you coming out with us today. We're going to be taking a break uh, in a minute, and uh, when we come back from the break, we'll be talking about uh, Mary Pat and what she's been doing, and uh, in not only politics, but of course the business of running a not for profit. She has a prevention first, which we're going to talk about, and other things. And um, uh, we're excited to have you here at Tandem Radio. And again, if you're tuned in. Don't forget TandemRadio.com. You can find out a lot about us and what's going on and blogs and so forth. But write down 800-575-9564. That's 800-575-9564. We will be taking phone calls a little later. And we'll be back after the break with Mary Pat Angelini, Assemblywoman from the 11th District here in New Jersey. Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Currently in the U.S., we have over 8,000 FCA huddle clubs meeting on junior high, high school, and college campuses each week to help these athletes and coaches to grow in their faith. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers. You can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people. And quality, thriving businesses creating new high-paying jobs is what we need the most. Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement. Become a member and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. 
Welcome back to Tandem Radio. This is your host, Glenn DeLakin, along with Peter Grandich, and we're here with our special guest, Mary Pat Angelini. Pete, did you have something you wanted to say? Yes, following our, our little uh, commercial uh, break for Athletes in Action, I'd just like to bring attention to the fact that uh, we will be, uh, I don't have the exact date, so if you go to tandemradio.com and mm-hmm. hit the link to Athletes in Action, you'll see we're hosting an event in North Jersey with Yankee pitcher Andy Pettit, mm-hmm. and it's free. Wow. So go to the tandemradio.com website and hit the Athletes in Action uh, link, and it should give you details about that. Andy is uh, a really devout Christian who who recently has been involved in some things, you know, both on and off the field, Mm -hmm. and he's going to share his testimony, which is a powerful one. I've heard it before. Oh, that's great to know. Well, our goal is to bring you all types of unique insights here at Tandem Radio, and uh, we hope you take the time to listen each Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I want to say hello to our national listeners. We do get a lot of emails from folks at uh, Chicago, Florida, uh, California, and just mentioned that they listened on the Internet. And hopefully we'll be on a radio station near you soon. But our guest today is Mary Pat Angelini. And uh, Mary Pat, we're talking about, obviously, you're involved in business, you're involved in politics, you're involved in being a mom, a grandmom, all that stuff. Um, you know, I had heard one a long time ago that life is like juggling three balls. You have business, you have religion, and you have family. And they said the rubber, the uh, fa- the business and the um, religion are rubber balls, and the family ball is a crystal ball. So you got to make sure when you're juggling, there's one you never want to drop. But uh, I guess my first question for you, Mary Pat, is how do you do it all? <laughs> well, I, you know, no offense to the gentlemen listening, but I, I do think women are uh, better, you know, multitaskers. Um, but you know, certainly when I got, uh, you know, first got interested in the the prospect of running for office, mm. I sat with my family and said, you know, how, you know, what do you think about this? Is this a good idea? How can we do this? I do have the the luxury at the time, my son was uh, in college, oh. my youngest, our youngest son was in college. Um, so, you know, we were kind of an empty nest mm. situation as it was. And, um, you know, my family was extremely supportive. And uh, I also had to sit down with my board of trustees because being a nonprofit, a, a charity, I have a I answer to a board of trustees, and had to you know really get their support, and they were very very supportive as well. So I guess it was critical to get all your ducks in a row, and exactly. uh, as the Bible says, is is a, a wisdom and a multitude of counselors check with everybody, right? Make sure that you're on track. Well, let's talk about prevention first for a second. I mean, a lot of people don't really understand that a, a, a not for profit, especially as it gets bigger and bigger, is running a business in essence. You have employees, you got staff, you have all types of responsibilities. Why don't you tell us a little about a little bit about prevention first, and then also what it's like to run a not for profit? Sure. Well, prevention first was actually incorporated in 1967, oh, and wow. it was incorporated as the um, the Council on Alcoholism, okay. um, and it actually served Monmouth, Ocean, and Middlesex County. And throughout the years, um, it was a very strong organization in Monmouth County, and it was through the advocacy efforts of some of the first board members that really some um, – uh, rehabilitation centers that are still in existence today were started, such as New Hope Foundation. Oh, really? And um, but then, as the years grew, as any organization, you know, you go through ups and downs. And I became involved in 1992. I applied for the position of executive director, okay. and they were actually looking at closing their doors because oh, wow. they had they'd lost their their focus, they'd lost their mission, and um, they really were looking to kind of re refocus. 
And I interviewed, and I was accepted as the executive director. And at the same time, if you remember, that was, you know, a little bit after uh, Nancy Reagan. But it was Nancy Reagan who, you know, first brought up, you know, just say no. Oh, right, And, right. you know, that was really looking at, at, you know, kids stay away from drugs. And, mm-hmm. you know, you it's not a good thing to get mm-hmm. involved in. And many times to this date even, you know, I think – People don't remember that Betty Ford, who started the Betty Ford right, Clinic, right. and Nancy Reagan, you know, I mean, those are two good Republican Christian women <laughs> that really started the field that that I'm so lucky to be in. But um, so basically what we do at Prevention First, our tagline is we teach children how to stay healthy, safe, and drug-free. Okay. Um, we're very involved in bullying prevention, mm. which has unfortunately really become a uh, – a very large issue when you look at all the cyberbullying and all the different ways now that that kids can be mean to to other kids, right. and then also the the drug prevention. You know, mm. we teach we teach our, our the children really everything that we teach them can be you know uh, put into other categories, but we teach them skills as to how they can make good decisions and how they can avoid bad situations. Mary Pat. You know, we're a show about business, and I'm curious, you've been doing this for quite a while. You're obviously also in politics, so you know about for-profit businesses. What have you seen, or what are the differences, if any, good or bad, the difference between running a nonprofit and a so-called for-profit business? Well, the difference is clearly any any funds, any profit that we make, it goes back into the agency to then continue our mission of keeping kids healthy, safe, and drug-free. Right. So everything has to be focused around that the mission. And the actually, other than that, there really is no difference. You know, I am held accountable to my funders. You know, we, mm. we're funded through um, some some public grant programs, but also program income where we will go out and, and charge a small fee, but, you know, and then that money can come back to pay for the staff that goes out to provide the programs. Right. And then also we rely on fundraising, you know, the generosity of, of our community. Mm. And again, that goes back to our board of trustees that is the the governing body of of the agency but you know i just went through a whole restructuring um and it was it was very difficult but i actually had to lay some some people off so there's no yeah. difference so really. so when the economy goes bad it, it, and obviously unfortunately people tend to give less when the economy goes right. bad we know that from church and also the same happens for nonprofits exactly it, it exactly what age group is uh, Prevention First uh, focused on? We focus on um, primarily uh, high school and below. You know, okay. in I mean, we do have some programs, some ancillary programs for college age children, kids, um, young adults, and then. Um, but yeah, the primary focus is pretty much between grade maybe three and four up to high school. It's amazing because you see how the, the ages slipped lower and lower where you have to intervene because the kids are starting just at younger and younger ages. It's amazing. Exactly. The first use of, in New Jersey, the first use for alcohol, it's 11, 11 and a half years old. Right. So, I mean, that's very, very sad. Now, uh, just real quick, uh, a friend of mine, we don't have to name him or what he does, but he's a former – you probably know it when I say it, he's a former – uh, running back from the Jets, and he started a business where the high school kids mentor to elementary kids. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name. Sure. Heroes and Cool Kids is Bruce Harper, and he said in the last few years the bullying situation has literally become epidemic, particularly because so much of it now is being done through the Internet. 
versus the old thing when we were afraid to go outside because Johnny was outside and he was right. going to kick my butt. But this has really become an epidemic, is it not? It absolutely has. And if you think back to when we were kids, you know, someone, if they were picking on you, you know, you were looking at them in the face. Right, and, right. and you saw, even if you were the bully, you saw the, the hurt in, right, you know, right. the, the person's face that you were hurting or, or the fear. Now they're doing it completely anonymously. And again, with the internet, which is a wonderful thing, but it's also, it's, it's, it, we've seen so much damage, um, you know, where kids, you know, will put up a picture or the, they will put up something on Facebook or on MySpace um, with the texting. Right. Um, and so those images, those, they don't go away. And right. there was a national case where the girl unfortunately committed suicide and, mm. and, and, and it's really brought it, I think that actually brought it to prominence of how bad the situation's come. Exactly. Well, and there was a local, a local young woman as well. It's, mm. it's, it's very, very tragic. Well, you can get more information about prevention first. It'll be a link on our website, actually. All you have to do is go to tandemradio.com, and they can click right through to prevention first and find out more. Now, as a business show, people are probably wondering, well, why do you talk about something like this? Well, how does this relate to business? But quite honestly, these are the things that these kids come out of school with, the baggage they're carrying, whether it's high school or college, that they actually bring into the workplace. And quite often you see that. And I know at one time, one of the companies I had, we had about 50 employees. And it was interesting to see all the dynamics in there. And... Uh, you know, some people you would you never really understood why they would cringe over something else and have no fear over something else and how they interacted. Really, when I think about it now, this is like 20 years ago. I wasn't as aware of this stuff, but now you think about it and you say, "Wow, maybe these people go back to you know they were bullied or they were involved in drugs or alcohol or something of that nature." And you know that goes right back to a Christian perspective as well. You know, we have to be more understanding. We have to look into people, and especially those of you who have employees out there. You know, you've invested a lot of time and money to bring these people into play. If they've been impacted by these types of things, um, you have to be cognizant of that and, and, and know and have the heart and uh, the caring to be able to nurture them through to make them, help them become all that they can be technically, right? So, um, we're Doesn't the Army do that? Yeah. I, I think I heard that on a commercial. <laughs> well, that's the other option, right? But uh, we're coming up to another break uh, in about a minute. And again, we're here with Mary Pat Angelini, Assemblywoman from the 11th District, and also uh, Executive Director, correct, of yes. the uh, Prevention First um, do you call it foundation? No, no, okay. it's not a foundation. Okay. It's a charity. It's a 501c3 Prevention first charity, okay. <laughs> and uh, we want to make sure we get it straight. But for clarity, of course, go to tandemradio.com. You can click on the link to Prevention First. And there will also be a link for you there as well, Mary Pat, about uh, uh, your assemblywoman position and uh, what you're doing and where you're going. And I know you're very active because I see you around in a lot of different places. So uh, we appreciate what you're doing. We have more questions for Mary Pat in a minute. And uh, we also have uh, a segment that Peter's going to comment on. For those of you who are new to the show, uh, in our next uh, segment of the show, Peter's going to comment on the economy. And uh, also, we have a special guest coming on later, which I won't steal his thunder on that one. But uh, Peter often brings a guest on by phone. So we're excited to have them coming as well. And uh, again, if you uh, near a pencil and paper and a phone, 800-575-9564, 800-575-9564. And whoever's the person calling my cell phone right now, try that 800 number and you'll be better off. And uh, Or you can go to the tandemradio.com website and email us your questions. We'll be back right after the break. We're excited to have you on the air with us every Saturday at 11 a.m. here at Tandem Radio uh, on the Bridge Music Network.
When potential clients Google your business name or what you do, do you come up in the top five? If not, someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities. Search engines like Google and others are becoming more important to generating new business. With more people tuning out traditional advertising, search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer. You Can Be Found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget. We offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options. For more on You Can Be Found, please click the link at tandemradio.com. Jobs in the economy, the most pressing issues for Americans today. What would 50,000 new jobs and $25 million in grants for new businesses do? TurnUSAround.com has the answers, and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy. Whether you need a job or want to start a new business, the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people. Quality, thriving businesses creating new high-paying jobs is what we need the most. So Join TurnUSAround.com as we help people phone? across the country with goals that include 50,000 new jobs, 2,500 new businesses, hey, and free student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. Join the movement. Become a member and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website, TurnUSAround.com, where helping yourself can help others. There are times in life when everyone needs a caring attorney they can trust. As your lawyer, I will always treat you with the utmost respect, honesty, and care when representing your legal needs. The law office of Judith Amorsky handles criminal, municipal, civil, and family matters, business needs, real estate, and estate planning. I also handle debt reduction and bankruptcies. To make an appointment or to speak with me directly, call Judy Amorsky at 732-683-1227 or follow the link to my website at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live here at the uh, Bridge Radio Network. We're excited to have you listening, and uh, I'm Glenn DeLakin, your host, along with Peter Granich. And at this segment of the show, we uh, bring Peter in for his expertise and uh, certainly his forte to talk a little bit about the economy. Peter. So this is basically why I cause everybody a little bit of depression, because I continue to talk about an economy that's slipping back into recession. Uh, this past week, we saw some only can be described as horrific new home and existing home sales at a time when it became disclosed that the so-called uh, Obama administration plan to help with mortgage industry, people are falling out faster than they went in. And uh, there's just, you know, at the end of the day, there's just no sign of a bottom in, in the housing market. And uh, on top of that, uh, this coming Friday, we'll get another em- employment or unemployment number, depending on how people like to look at it. And uh, it's not expected to have any uh, optimistic uh, pattern in it. In fact, this past week, we had some more technical damage, as I've spoken about in recent weeks, to the stock market. But on Friday, we had a little blip up because the market was so oversold. And Bernanke says he stands ready to do whatever it needs to be done. And we've, we know that's the, the case because that's what was said a year ago and you know two years ago too and uh, so the expectation is that there'll be more easing which means more printing of money the argument is and I think that's what people in Washington are arguing about today is that we're not spending that money wisely and we're indebting ourselves to the point of where we we, we, we certainly will have difficulty paying it back and the load will be on our children and our grandchildren uh, one last thing about the markets, uh, we do go into a holiday-like atmosphere around Wednesday because Monday is Labor Day, and uh, so uh, the markets could be a little bit more volatile because there'll be a lack of volume. But uh, pretty much, unfortunately, Glenn, no changes on the horizon. Mm. Things still look pretty gloomy, unfortunately. 
Well, I think you hit a key right there, Peter, to spending wisely. And uh, uh, I'm glad we have Mary Pat here to, uh, to talk to us today because it's just um, been shocking, actually, what Washington has been doing as far as spending wisely. I don't think that, that's like an oxymoron uh, in, in D.C. for some reason. And it, it's it, I don't know what it is, but uh, to me, there's such common sense in that. And yet, for some reason, they're just not getting it. So, Mary Pat, I don't mean to put you on the spot. We didn't pre-think this question out. But, uh, you know, you are a politician, so we're here to talk to you about uh, what's your perspective on that? Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, throwing money at any situation is not the answer. Mm. I mean, if you look locally at some of the school districts in our district, and, right. uh, you know, I mean, money – we could send each child to a private school um, for what we're spending, and and they would get a far better education. And I know that's very controversial, but um, and then when you look at the national level again, to see the billions of dollars of of the the uh, you know the TARP money that hasn't been spent yet, right. um, it's it's frightening. It really is. I think one of the a glimmer of hope that I see um, from the state perspective is that you know we have we have a wonderful governor right now, in my opinion, and he's making the tough decisions that need to be made. Right. And this year, you know, New Jersey and Virginia were the only two that had uh, states that had uh, gubernatorial elections last year. Mm. Um, this year, I believe there are close to 40 states that oh, wow. are um, electing a governor. So, you know, and state legislatures as well, and obviously the Congress and Senate. But, you know, so if you look, a lot of those states are not going to be taking too tough a road this you know especially between now and election day because right. they don't want to ruffle any feathers whereas new jersey has taken that that tough stand and i think that we will be well positioned to if we ever do see the bottom that we will be at the head of the the curve to be mm. able to get out and to attract businesses to come back to new jersey new jersey has been ranked historically you know 49 50 as far as the least friendly state right. in the in the country and again going back to the focus of this you know we're talking about business you know when businesses fold or decide not to move to New Jersey that affects the charities that depend on the the generosity of the especially the larger corporations right. um, you know for foundation support and corporate support as well so there really is a, a trickle effect and um, I'm hoping that we are making the tough decisions now that will really position us to be at the head of the curve when, when uh, things do turn around. Right. But it's it's very frightening. It it truly is. And I feel the uh, I hear from so many people that they really are feeling like, what else can they do? They're they they're downtrodden. You know, they really are beginning to. And I've seen this really in the last six months or so, more so um, than prior to it. Like a death by a thousand cuts. Like what else are mm. they going to do to us? Right. And people are really fed up. And I do believe that that's probably in part why we're going to see so many people in Washington today because they want to have a voice. They they really feel that their voice has been taken from them. I, this is a loaded question. It really is. But I need to ask if you don't mind. The Tea Party, which, you know, people thought was sprung up and it's kind of like the, the people's so-called party of the 21st century, seems more aligned with the Republican Party than the Democratic Party. And I'm speaking to Republicans. So, so why is that? Well, because look at what the, the tenets of the Tea Party are, you know, less government intrusion and, and less taxes, number one, um, 
and smaller government. And that's what that's certainly one, you know, a couple of the tenets of the Republican Party, you know, smaller business or excuse me, smaller government is better. It's mm. better for the country. It's it's better for business. It's just we don't need government intruding in our lives in every single aspect of our lives. And again, I think that gets to the, you know, the frustration that people are, are really, they're really beginning to, to talk about. And I think perhaps the, the Tea Party movement has given voice to that frustration. And I know, but I also know that there are some Democrats, you know, a lot of Democrats that, and independents as well that are, are involved. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny, you said fed up and people are getting fed up with what's going on. I also think there's a flip side. You know, one of the things about the word, and it's very clear, is that we have to be realistic, you know, and we have to look at the truth. And the more we bend the truth and sugarcoat things, it just doesn't work, you know. And there are some real hard facts out there. We, we, I think people don't just have to be fed up. They have to wake up, you know. And you mentioned our governor, who I think happens to be doing a great job, and but he's making the tough decisions. But, you know, if you were a business owner and you had a business that was failing, you have to make tough decisions. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people aren't happy about those decisions. But what's, what's key? The survival of the business. Because if the business ends, then everybody suffers. So, you know, I was... Um, I'm, I'm very surprised still at even though the governor got elected, so many people come out and say, oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. But these are decisions that had to be made that unfortunately administrations before put us in such a hole. Mm -hmm. And again, I applaud what's going on currently in New Jersey because I really think we are going to come out ahead of the curve as long as we stay on this path, you know. Right. And that's why, again, November elections are so important uh, that right. we keep this momentum going and moving in that direction. And that we get people to get out and vote. That is my biggest pet peeve mm. when people will come up and complain and then, you know, and then I'll say, did you vote or, you know, it, you know, and then they'll say, oh, no, I don't vote. Right. Well, then, yeah, I'm sorry. You don't have a voice. You That's know, right. don't complain to me. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, and I could encourage that more as well. Um, people, again, going back to the wake up, you know, uh, another thing that people always amaze me at. And again, this whole big government concept is uh, you have to understand the government can never give you anything that they haven't first taken away. You know, so if you're going to give ask the government for more stuff, you got to remember they're going to take it out of your pocket to give it back to you. So it's kind of a you know, it just doesn't make sense a lot of times to me. But that's just me. I come from a business owner perspective, and and uh, maybe it's a little bit different for the average guy out there who does, maybe doesn't have the experience running the business. But uh, it is important to realize that our state runs like a business as well. Absolutely, and there's a statistic that is it's still amazing to me. But during the Corzine administration, seventy billion dollars worth of wealth, seventy billion. Dollars, seventy billion. I guess that's how they say it. I, you know, worth of wealth <laughs> left the state of New Jersey, wow. and that was done by I believe it was Boston University. They did a, a study, and again, that was how it impacts charities. Sure. And again, when you're looking at the you know the government, uh, the budget, the state budget that we passed in in uh, June, you know there was an eleven billion deficit, uh, eleven billion dollars deficit that we had to to plug, and. Um, made tough, tough decisions. Mm. And again, it's, you know, but they had to be made. And each department was cut. And again, I think with this governor, you know, I think I know that he's a man of, you know, honesty and integrity. And I think he's, you know, he's making the I tough what decisions. I think what you get with him that you haven't had in a while is what you see is what you get. Right. You may not like it. Right. And, but he's going to speak it, and he's going to risk it. He says, you, know, you may not like what I'm doing. You won't vote me back in. But this is what I think needs to be done, and he's doing it at least. Well, maybe one day we'll have him on the show and get to hear from mm -hmm. him firsthand. Um, but uh, the um, 
the, the key, I think, again, is whatever your politics happens to be, you have to realize it's a new time, it's a new world, it's a new economy, and just the same old, same old is just not going to work, you know. And we rode a wave there for a while, as Peter's commented many times, and, uh, uh, you know, we, we're at the end of it. You know, you just can't keep going the way you're going and expect anything else to happen mm-hmm. uh, other than continued turmoil. And it, it can get worse i mean and the the ripple effect is just amazing and again that's why i implore people there's people listening to the show that are democrats there's people listening to the show that are independents or people listening to the show that are republican go to your bible look and see what god's word is and what it says about what we should do next and how we should do it and um, i just want to remind everyone that you can find information on prevention first at our website and if you're interested in making a donation or you like what you see there and you want to support them reach out to them i'm sure there's an email there that they can reach uh, uh not only folks there but probably Mary Pat herself, and uh, give them a little pat on the back, send them an email, let them know you're encouraging them, and if you can help them in any way, Prevention First, again, look for their link on our website at tandemradio.com. We're excited to be here today with uh, Mary Pat Angelini, the uh, Assemblywoman from the 11th District. Now, you also run with Dave Rival, correct? I do, I do. And uh, Dave's a great guy. Oh, happy birthday. I think today's his birthday, right? Today is his birthday, All right, well, I know he's probably listening, so um, (laughs) Dave, happy birthday. I know we sang happy birthday to you Wednesday, Tuesday night. Was it Tuesday? Wednesday. Wednesday night, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, today is your actual birthday. Congratulations and uh, many, many more. We're going to be coming up to a break in a minute. And uh, as Peter always does, he has a special guest coming in uh, in our next segment as well uh, by phone. And uh, you're listening to Tandem Radio, uh, the good news on business, where we uh, do our best to help you walk in integrity and in God's light every day and answer your business questions. One last time, the phone number is 800-575-9564, 800-575-9564. If you want to give us a call, we'd love to hear from you, answer your questions. We're here with our guest, Mary Pat Angelini, and uh, we're just excited about uh, uh, what the possibility is for the future. Regardless of what goes on in the economy, there's always people that seem to make money and succeed, and uh, we hope that we can answer your questions and help you move on in that direction and let you know there is light at the end of the tunnel, and the Lord has the answers for you right in His good word. So we'll be back right after these messages. So think about what you the want Fellowship to of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports <laughs> ministry. The I vision of FCA <laughs> is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ <laughs> through the influence of athletes He and has lots of funny stories about me. In 1956, 256 <laughs> high school students <laughs> went to the door very to door. first FCA camp <laughs> in Estes well, Park, Colorado. Last well, summer, so we had over 48,000 athletes and coaches attend FCA camps all over the, the country. For more information, go to our FCA link at tandemradio.com Jobs in the economy the most pressing issues for Americans today What would 50,000 new jobs and and dollars in grants for new businesses do? (laughs) TurnUSAround.com has the answers and you can be part of history as our grassroots movement stimulates the economy Whether you need a job or want to start a new business the strength of America depends on the well-being of her people. Quality, thriving businesses creating new, high-paying okay. jobs is what we need the most. Sure. Okay. Join TurnUSAround.com. Our, our golf outing. Yeah, I mentioned that. Okay. Goals that include 50,000 new yeah. jobs. 
2,500 new and businesses, and free well. student scholarships to help young people get the start that they deserve. He plays golf. They don't they have me. Become a member and spread the great news. Find jobs, business opportunities, scholarships, and much, much more at our website. TurnUSAround.com. Oh, I didn't know he was. Oh, he's helping yourself can help others. Oh, oh. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio, and we're excited to be live here at the Bridge Network of Radio Stations. And whether you're listening up in Poughkeepsie, New York, or in Ocean County or Monmouth County, we'd love to have you on board. Thanks for tuning in. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. till noon Eastern Standard Time, and we're here to talk about the good news on business. And uh, Peter has a segment coming up. I think you have a guest on the phone, right, Peter? Yes. Uh, you know, as we know, we, we, we bring on professional athletes at times to speak, and I thought this was pretty special because I've been involved in Fellowship of Christian Athletes for over 10 years. And uh, while Harry Flaherty is our leader and a a strong leader in that, uh, Harry would be the first to admit he couldn't lead at all if it wasn't for this this person that I now have on the phone. And that's the better half of the Flaherty family, and that's Janine Flaherty. Are you there, Jean? Hi, Peter. Hi. Well, How thank- are you? Good. I know you're at uh, a Red Bank uh, football scrimmage, but I appreciate you coming on for a few minutes. Uh, first, before I talk about a particular event, uh, a- and I know you're the last one that I-, I have to bring this out of you to talk about, you actually come from a very well uh, distinct, prestigious football family, your dad uh, and your brother. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the Garrett family first? Oh, Okay. Um, I appreciate you having me on, so thank you so much. And, um, yeah, my father played, um, you know, high school, college, football and baseball. He um, also played in the pros a little bit, 57 Giants, you know, with some guys like Frank Gifford and those guys. Vince Lombardi was an assistant coach on the staff. and um, So I think those were fun days for him. He played a little bit in Canada, kind of, you know, did the football odyssey thing. Um, but ended up uh, scouting and coaching in the NFL for for over 30 years. So and he signed some people by the name of Roger Staubach and Troy Aiken and Emmett Smith and Michael Irving. It's tough for me as a New York person to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. You know that. So, but uh, nevertheless, he was with that organization for. Hey, co- I just follow whatever team. I know. Involved with so. now your brothers. Your brothers. Uh, are actually uh, coaches there. Uh, one's an offensive coordinator, and they're the two assistant coaches. Tell them about who they are and what they're doing right now. Right. My three younger brothers um, played football at Princeton University, and then after that, uh, kind of like my dad, went on that pro football odyssey trying to make it. Uh, my oldest brother, oldest of the three is John. He was a wide receiver. He played some in the pros, but now he's the uh, tight ends coach for the Cowboys. Jason uh, is the second one. He um, uh, had the longest pro career. He was a backup to 
Troy Aikman with the Cowboys for eight or nine seasons. So three Super Bowls. You know, he had a lot of fun. And he was also and, he was also a New York Giant quarterback. Was a Giant. Went to that Super Bowl down in Tampa against the Ravens. Um, and then, uh, so he is the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. And then Judd, the youngest, uh, was a running back in his day and did very well. He played in the World League, uh, played some uh, in the pros, and now he's a uh, pro scout for the Cowboys. Well, All three I, brothers are together again. <laughs> the, well, that's, that's good for them. And, you know, I have to say it, I really think uh, they're the favorite this year for the NFC. It's hard for me to say that, but I think they have all the talent. <laughs> And uh, part of that reason, of course, is uh, your brother's working there. Now, listen, before I let you go, there's an event coming up uh, FCA has on September 26th. It's a fashion show. Just tell us about that. Sure. Um, one of our board members, uh, Glenda Petrozelli, thought, hey, let's do something for the ladies, because a lot of our FCA development events are guy-centered. We have golf outings, golf marathons, Super Bowl breakfast. So, so what's wrong uh, with that? Wait a minute. What's wrong with that? With the uh, fashion show idea. Okay. So. And so exactly just what is it and when is it? Sure. It's a fashion show, luncheon, and gift auction. It's on Sunday, September 26th at the PNC Bank Art Center right there in Homedale off of the parkway. Um, it's from 1 to 4. You can uh, get tickets by calling our office here in Red Bank. Um, the proceeds will help send kids to summer camp, summer leadership and sports camp. So it should be a fun day if you need a ladies' day out. Come on out. We'd love to have you. Um, so, well, I'd like to encourage all, all. Tickets are available. I, thank you. I, w- I encourage everybody. It's a great day for the ladies. It's a good time. There's a lot of gifts. And uh, thank you very much for uh, keeping that old boy Harry going. Oh. I, Peter, <laughs> Peter, I just he, have. Peter some. has been a huge support to the Fellowship of oh, I appreciate Catholic. that. But that's so because of the we, job. We you really and, are so thankful you peter for everything well that's only because of the job you and your your husband do i mean it's a it's a difficult time and it's very tough in, in ministry at this point and the fact that you guys keep going is great i know glenn has a parting word yeah i just wanted to ask a quick question are men allowed to come to this event <laughs> sure oh, okay. we'll turn anybody away <laughs> well that's <laughs> but I don't good know, you know it depends if the guy <laughs> wants to sit there for four hours with all these ladies so well, you um, never know no, but everybody's welcome and uh should be a great day thank so. you janine that Thank sounds you. exciting. Thanks for having me on. Have no a great problem. Day. Take care. God bless. Thank you. Yeah, Bye-bye. the FCA is just a great group, and uh, we love that they're involved with our show, and um, we love to be involved in their events. I know my son was involved, and uh, it really had a big impact on his life. Um, we're here with our guest, Mary Pat Angelini, uh, and we're excited to have her in the studio today. We're winding down the show in our last segment, but uh, uh, so many questions going through my mind and so many thoughts. Uh, one quick one for you Where do you find time to rest? <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's. I find it. I find it. I'm um, I'm not complaining at all. I'm not <laughs> complaining at all. It is a uh, it's a great honor and privilege to be uh, an elected official, and uh, and now especially I'm you know mm. it's such we're going through such exciting times and scary times. But I think if as I said earlier, the reason that I got involved, I said if good people don't step up to the plate and take a chance and get involved, then we're gonna be left with, you know, the the politicians that are in it for the wrong reason. Right. And, you know, when I when I got sworn in on January eighth, two thousand eight, I said, you know, that I would lead with honesty, integrity and personal accountability and that's been my mantra and you know, I'm I'm 
still doing that. Mm, and, uh, right. you know, when I can't when I can't uh, answer to that, then it's time for me to, to leave. But right now I'm, I'm in it for a while. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, again, our scripture today, Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work at it with all of your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. You know, I, I want to encourage people out there relative to politics. I know sometimes most people just throw their hands up and say, there's nothing I can do. And we have a guest coming on next month that wrote a book about how you can actually lobby po- uh, politicians, even though you may be a small business owner. I'm excited about that. Uh, the book is very interesting. But, but the point is that um, you sh- you need to get involved, you know. And if you really do want to see changes, maybe you don't have the time as a typical business owner to go out and run for politics or run for sorry election. But you know, for example, a lot of times people see these fundraisers and and like we were out with you guys on Wednesday night. It was a great event. But you know, I look at that as a unique opportunity, not just a, something like oh well they're having people. But I get to go and see you firsthand and shake your hand and Absolutely. get a minute. And I know most of you are, are uh, at least the ones that are hearts in the right place. They'll take the time to say. Is there anything I could do for you and they want to hear from you and it's funny I was sitting there talking to Dave and somebody came up to him rah, 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 you know and I looked at Dave and I said you must get that all the time right he goes yeah but you know that's what I'm here <laughs> that's for our you job. know exactly. And right exactly and I appreciate that because many politicians you know you go to these events they're untouchables they're up on the pedestal and they don't want to hear anything they just want your check you know but uh, I applaud you guys for Thank what you. you're doing and I want to encourage our listeners if you're not actively involved at least to some degree even if showing up at events if there's a town hall meeting, uh, if there's something going on, writing letters, you know, contacting your congressman, congresswoman, whatever, senators, you need to get out there. And, and never more, it's never been more important that I've seen in my lifetime than right now to get involved in uh, what's going on. Uh, and especially, like you said before, mm-hmm. the vote, you know, we got to get the vote out. Is there anything you want to add, Mary Pat? We have a couple more minutes before we wrap up. Is there anything you want to add or throw in that we got to get across? To well, again, and if anyone is interested in, in getting involved in politics and they're not sure how to mm-hmm. Do it. You know, they certainly could contact me through my website, uh, right. marypatangelini.com, right. as well as I'm on Facebook. Mm. You know, ask to be my friend or go to my <laughs> fan page. That's my political page. Um, but it really is. It's so very important now more than ever to get involved in your community. You know, if there's a charity or, or a local nonprofit that, you know, the food banks are always looking for volunteers. They need help. There are so many really good organizations in, in each community throughout Monmouth County that they can get involved and you can find a way. And again, going back to the, you know, the, from the business aspect, you know, networking. It's it's a great opportunity for uh, for networking as well. So thank you for this opportunity. Oh, no problem. It's great having you on. I'm glad you mentioned the networking. We had a show a couple weeks ago about networking and getting out there is what it's all about. So business owners, if there's any message for you today that's, I think, most important is get involved. Get out there. Do, go beyond your own borders because you can make a difference. Even though you're focused on your own business and you need to be today, uh, we all know you have to work harder today than you've ever worked before uh, to keep things moving in the right direction. But you, you can't just put your head in the sand and say, I'm going to stay with my own. It, this is like a almost a global issue, and, and we really need to look at the broader picture and get more involved. And as a business owner, we need your input. Um, and uh, uh, it's valuable input because obviously you have valuable experience that most people don't have. Peter, anything you want to close with? Well, I, I just think that one of the things we saw today is someone who's, like you said, took scripture, has balanced everything, has been able to be a, a mother, a wife, a uh, uh, an employee of, of, of the people and and also r- run a business. And uh, that takes a lot today. It really does. 
and uh, so I commend you. It's, it, it's a great thing. I, I think we all learned a little more today than we before we started the show. That's Thank you sure. very much. And don't forget to vote this November. That's right. And don't forget to go to tandemradio.com. You can find links to Mary Pat's website, to uh, Prevention First website, and uh, to FCA's website and all the rest and uh, find out more information. Send us an email. We'll answer your questions next week on the show. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, again, I'd like to... Uh, Thank uh, the Lord for his blessing and for having us uh, have this ability. Be encouraged. Psalm 128.2 says, You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours. God wants you to be productive and prosperous. So keep it going. Tune in next week, and we will see you back here on Saturday at 11 a.m. at TandemRadio.com. to the good news on business, a Tandem Radio live broadcast heard here on the Bridge FM Radio Network and streaming at TandemRadio.com. Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time and call us and email us with your questions because we'd love to hear from you. You can also visit our website for the latest blogs from Peter and Glenn along with other information about upcoming guests, events, and business opportunities. I'm Kevin Reeves and from everyone at Tandem Radio, we hope that you have a blessed week and remember, walk with the Lord every day in every way.